You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas! We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your hosts, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Welcome back. It is silver and black today here on Odyssey Network. We are an Odyssey original podcast. Scott Branson, Mo Moten with you. Uh, as we are here to talk, again, Raiders football. Today, Mo, we get to do something we love to do, which is our mailbag show. We at least do one a week where we take your questions. We're getting great questions from Raider Nation all over the world. And again, we're international this week, which is cool. Uh, and I also got a new mail image if you're watching on YouTube. I don't know if you noticed that, Mo. It's the mailbag. It's kind of more the messenger bag mailbag. Kind of like a post office look. Yeah, kind of. So, sort of. So, we're, we're going to do that. But we love your questions. Mail them to us at mail at silverandblacktoday.com. We'll get to them. Uh, we do take requests. Mo does parties for hire. So, if you want him to come out to your birthday party or something like that, he'll come out. He'll make avocado smoothies in, in, in a white shirt and white pants. He looks great. He looks very Caribbean. Um, it's fantastic, by the way. He's, he's booked through August, but you might be able to get red it. Velvet anyway. cakes for ev- red velvet cakes for everyone, by the way. I love, love red, red velvet cake. We can, we can agree on that one, brother. I love red velvet cake. Um, have you ever had rel- well red velvet donuts? What's your view on that? Have you had it? I've never had red velvet donuts. Ooh. That's something like that you need to try. You definitely need to try that. Okay, so we're going to get in the mail. Mail at silverandblacktoday.com. Make sure you leave your name and where you're from and your address because we're going to send you a free show sticker, and then we're going to pick one lucky person tonight uh, who's going to get, uh, on this Friday night, going to get a free T-shirt, a free show T-shirt along with the sticker. So we'll do that. We'll pick that at the end, but make sure you do that. Of course, the Raiders later tonight Lining up against the Patriots at Allegiant Stadium at the Death Star, their final preseason game of the year. And we will have a live postgame show. Myself, Mo, and Murph will be with you, so make sure you join us later tonight. So you open your day with us, you close your day with us. It'll be fantastic. Okay, first question is from our buddy Chad Mixon down in Kentucky, who had a great one last week. He says, Mo, with the offensive line being an issue, 
even to the untrained eye like mine, <laughs> you don't give yourself enough credit, Chad. Um, what are the chances the team would pull off a trade for someone like right tackle Lane Johnson? He's 32, has missed some time in the last few seasons. His contract is expensive. His backups are serviceable for Philly. If you add up all those factors, the trade compensation may not be that steep. Somewhere in maybe the range of a fifth-round pick. What do you think? Okay, we haven't talked about Lane Johnson before. I don't know that he's available. There was some chatter about that in Philly. Uh, But what do you think of him, Mo, and chances that he could be moved and the Raiders could be a destination? I understand why Chad would think Lane Johnson could be available. Um, has missed some games. He's up there in age. But I would say that Andre Dillard is probably more likely to be moved than Lane Johnson. And I don't think you want to move a starting tackle as you're developing your young quarterback in Jalen Hurts is going into his piv- going to a pivotal third year because the Eagles have multiple first round picks in 2023. So if Jalen Hurts doesn't work out, they'll probably package their picks together to draft a quarterback. Now, if Jalen Hurts works out, then they can trade their those picks for other players, or they can, you know, they can do a bunch of things with those picks. But it's it, this is the year for Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia, and you have to do everything in your power to make sure he succeeds. And trading your starting right tackle just is counterproductive. It's counter it's, it's counter to that idea. So I don't think Lane Johnson is going to get traded, though I do understand again why uh it could happen if i would never say never with the right offer on the table but i think andre diller is the guy you probably want to look at as the guy that could be on the move because he hasn't worked out in philadelphia he's a former first round pick and we all know head coaches love to kick the tires on former first round picks especially when they're young yeah uh jordan malata is a start at left tackle so andre diller is not going to start anytime soon so the raiders are going to trade for eagles tackle it's probably going to be andre dillard not Lane Johnson. Not to say the Rays are going to make a trade, but if it were to come down to a trade, it's probably Diller over Johnson. Diller, yeah, being available versus uh, Johnson not being available. All right, uh, we're going to move to our second chat again. Thank you for your question. Our second question comes from Donald Garcia. Donald did not send me where he's from or his address, so I pinged him back. So send that to us, Donald, so we can get you your stuff out. Uh, He says, um, after this weekend's game, right tackle definitely has to be addressed via trade or free agency. Do you think the O-line will do better with Leatherwood at guard rather than Cotton? Or would you think the chances Parham slides over to the right guard, which we know is not happening? Uh, Cotton, to me, has been pretty bad lately. Right side is definitely a big question mark. All right, so we, we know about Leatherwood kind of being out of the picture right now. We know Parham now is at left guard. Um, and we talked on the show yesterday or Thursday, no, Wednesday, trying to track my days. Uh, on Wednesday, we talked about Parham moving to left guard and played pretty well there. Um, Mo, do you think he's going to stay at guard, or do you think Parham could slide over as well? Yeah, it's it's very dicey right now. And and again, I just want to preface this by saying the Raiders' offensive line as a unit didn't play well. I believe Jermaine Illuminar was the only guy, I believe, who played significant snaps and didn't allow pressure. Now, to get to the question, I Leatherwood or Cotton at right guard – I Right now, the Rays don't seem interested in Leatherwood at right guard. I mm-hmm. haven't heard anything about him taking significant snaps on the inside, so does that doesn't seem like the that that's in the plan right now. It's it at right guard is probably going to either be now if Parham can flip from left to right, we'll see. I don't. 
there's no evidence that that's going to happen. It looks like they're going to stick with Lester Cotton. What I will say is I wouldn't panic over Lester Cotton yet. I know he didn't look good against the Dolphins. I know he's not an experienced starter. But he looked – I know you you had your concerns, but he looked pretty decent in the first two games. I, I think he, he was better in the first two games in pass protection than run blocking, but I don't see it as a Cotton versus Leatherwood situation at right guard simply because – we haven't seen Leatherwood there under the new regime. I mm. think if they're gonna, if if there's an alternative at at right guard, it's probably going to be a Luminar if he's not the right tackle. So let's say if they do acquire a right tackle eventually or pick up a right tackle from the free agent scrap heap, I think Le- I think Luminar is more likely to move inside than Leatherwood. There you go. Agree, hundred percent. Donald, thank you for your message, man. We really appreciate it. Now, Mo, we got our first mailbag entry. From Las Vegas. So there we go. Luis Cardenas, Luis Cardenas from Las Vegas asks or says, hey, guys, thanks for your show. I listen to it and from work every day. And I really like how you download it as segments. I think, yeah, upload it as segments. Uh, I'm a Derek Carr fan, but I think many are not thinking about what's on the line for him this year. He got his contract, but the Raiders can walk away after this season and not be on the hook. I think he'll do good, but why do you think Ziegler and McDaniels did the contract that way? That's Luis Cardenas in Las Vegas. We talked about this on Wednesday with Danny Heifetz, uh, Mo, and the answer is they're kind of kicking the tires on that car, right? Yes, this is a great question because it goes along goes along with what we talked about, as you said, with Danny Heifetz on Wednesday. Um, the reason it's constructed that way is because now, as Heifetz put it, it's like giving your landlord a note saying, you know, if this doesn't work out after a year, I'm out, you know? <laughs> That's a great one. And, yeah. I, and I know, like, fans don't want to hear that, especially Derek Carr fans don't want to hear that as the reality. And I've said plenty of times, and you've said plenty of times, we think Derek Carr is going to play well in 2022 with Devonta Adams, Darren Waller, assuming he gets healthy, and Hunter Renfro. There's no reason Derek Carr should not play well this year. But for whatever reason, if he doesn't, that contract is constructed in a way that Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels can come together after the 2022 season to say, okay, do we move on with Derek Carr or do we continue with Derek Carr? It's kind of like having that trial version when you sign up to any program or software online and it gives you seven days to try it out before you pay for it in full. This is what Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels are doing. They're, they're taking Derek Carr out for a trial. And they'll, they'll figure out if they want to pay the rest of the deal or not after the 2022 season. Yeah, yeah, no, Luis, uh, and he says he's a, he's a car fan, but he just wondered, and, and it's true. I think a lot of people don't think about it. They just think, oh, we signed the contract, he's good, three-year contract, so we don't have to worry about you know Derek Carr stories for three years. Not so. Now, again, if he goes out and balls out, which you, you and I both think, then you don't have to worry about it because they'll probably do that unless something – happens but also josh mcdaniels is an unknown we don't know as he's back as coach and dave ziegler back in his first role as gm we just don't know what they're gonna do another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Luis, we want to say that you're brave for putting your location out there because all the Derek Carr <laughs> truthers are going to be at your neck. They may try to come look for you in Vegas. So beware of that, oh that you you even brought the idea that the Rays may move on from Derek Carr. That's dangerous. So extra bonus points for Luis being brave enough to ask that question and put his location out there. They might even raid his home, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Crazy times we live in. All right. Uh, Thank you, Luis. We appreciate that, man. Awesome. Rep in Las Vegas. Uh, okay, next one is from Anthony, and he goes by AJ in Canada. So he's in, he lives in America's hat. Um, AJ up there, it's, it's a joke. I uh, hope you get that one. Uh, he says, been listening to the podcast lately and truly enjoying it. My question, the top end of tight end contracts is Kelsey at $15 million a year over four years. Will Waller be getting similar numbers over the same period? Will he be the highest paid tight end? That's AJ from Canada. And Mo, if you go back to um, early summer, we had Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network on our show, and she talked about why it was a good deal for Derek Waller and the Raiders not to sign a deal yet because the salary cap was going to go up, right, as it does every year, especially coming back after COVID, and tight ends – uh, are commanding more money. So it behooved Darren Waller to wait and it behooved the Raiders to wait. Um, but to AJ's question, is Derek Waller going to be the highest paid tight end in the game when we're talking at this time next year? I don't think that's simple because it, his age and I, I don't, now you got to remember Darren Waller isn't a young player like he went through his trials and tribulations with baltimore so he's kind of coming along later in his career you can kind of call him a late bloomer i think the Rams will give mm-hmm. him a sizable pay raise but i don't think they'll make him the highest paid tight end just because over a long period just because again his age uh you don't want to play a player of of his age i believe his late 20s uh on a long deal on a long contract with a lot of guaranteed money because darren well if you look at it now, he, he blossomed under Gruden. He got hurt last year. So, really, he has two standout years. Now, I know those are some really good years, but it really has two standout years on his deal. 
I think the Raiders would want to. Now, if he has an 1100 yard receiving season in 2022, then I say it's more of a possibility. But we're coming into the season and he's skipping. I know he came back to practice one day, but he's still missing practices. It kind of now I'm not worried that the Raiders will trade him. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people say, Why are you worried? No, I'm not worried about Darren Waller, but. If his injury bothers him during the season and he's not reliable as far as his as far as his availability, because I believe Josh McDaniels mentioned this, sometimes your availability is paramount, it's top more than your production, anything else. If you're not right. available, right, then you don't have you have nothing. So I would say it, I would pump the brakes on him getting a a, a market setting deal at the tight end position. I don't think he'll pass Travis Kelsey, but he'll be in the top three for sure once he signs a new deal or extension. That's that's what I was going to say is that I, I believe if, if he goes out, has a good year, stays healthy and stays reliable, that he'll get a nice big deal that sets him up nicely for the rest of his life. But I don't know. It all depends on what the agent and Darren Waller think, too. Do they believe that that is their goal? They need to if he goes out and put up the numbers this year that he needs to be the highest paid uh, in the league. If that's the case, then where the Raiders are, I think that puts you at odds a little bit down the line right. um go ahead no and a quick thing the other thing is he put up those numbers at the previous regime correct now we we expect him to put up numbers in josh mcdaniel's regime based on what rob gronkowski has done with the yeah. patriots under josh mcdaniel's but again i i go back to if he's not healthy if he only plays half the games and he doesn't and he's not as good as his 2019 2020 years then you're not going to want to make him the highest paid tight end out there Correct. And then you also have to deal with a bunch of other things that are coming up, right, uh, for the Raiders as well. So so it all plays into him. I, I think they will get a deal done as long as he stays healthy and it goes well. But to your point, Mo, not, not a record-setting deal, but definitely one of the top in the league. So that'll be interesting. So we appreciate that. AJ in Canada with the Darren Waller question around the contract. Okay. Our last question of the day here on Silver and Black Today, our mailbag edition comes from Lars in Pomona, California, so in the Los Angeles area. Why is anyone even talking about the Tom Brady story and that windbag, Dana White? Uh, everyone's making a big deal. That's pretty funny, windbag. Uh, I haven't heard that one in a while. Uh, last weekend, Carr is our quarterback, and he's not going anywhere, and those guys didn't become Raiders. Why does the media always make big stories out of nothing Thanks for the show. And F Tom Brady, it was a fumble. <laughs> Lars, Lars is good, man. That's a good way to end your email. Um, and we talked about this on Wednesday, too, and I said it was going to be the last time we talked to it. But, Lars, you asked about it. I think two things. One is, Mo, this was a story before the media made it a story. It was a story amongst us people in general on social media when it was uttered on the UFC broadcast. Fans just started talking about it. And then the media caught on. We heard about it and started talking about it and reporters started tweeting about it and then they wrote about it and then they did video about it. So you're talking about two of the greatest players to ever play the game uh, and this story that came out just kind of willy-nilly on the air because these guys are having a good time. Um, how is it not a story is my question. Right. Going back to, I'm going to go back to my journalism schooling here. And uh -oh. my teacher always taught me it's, Two things that you want to look out for that can make a big story. Something unusual. So, for example, if a dog bites a man, that's not a story. But if a man bites a dog, that's a story. <laughs> it's unusual, right? The Very other thing nice. is, is the celebrity. 
of the of the player or person involved. As you said, Tom Brady, arguably the best quarterback of all time, has only Super Bowl rings. Rob Gronkowski gonna be a Hall of Famer. John Gruden, a big personality. And we all know how polarizing Derek Carr is on social media. There are people who support him and say he's top 10 quarterback. And there are people who say, no, he's mediocre. He's mid, not that great of a quarterback. So when you put all of that together, that makes a story. Now, again, I, fans don't care because they're looking ahead. Right. How many games are we going to win in 2022? Who's on the roster now? That's what we care about. And I understand that from a, pan, a fan perspective. But from a newsworthy perspective, this, again, the celebrity and the caliber of the people involved, that's what makes it a story. Yes. Yes. And the news that broke that year that Tom Brady was looking for a house in Las mm -hmm. Vegas. That's how it all started, by the way, because real estate agents can't keep their mouth closed. So so somebody leaked that out, and it was reported, and then it was uh, poo-pooed. And it's the Derek Carr fatigue right the fatigue of the arguments back and forth he's great he sucks he's great he sucks he's staying he's leaving he's in. so so i get it people are i think it's like a it's just it people are tired of it even if even if you don't even if you thought oh that would have been cool you're like i just don't want to talk about it i think people are just fatigued and i understand it but you also have to understand that even outside raider nation it's a story if you're a football fan it's a story uh, imagine Tom Brady wearing the silver and black. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. That would have been nuts in Vegas, glitz, glamour, all that jazz. So, so that's why it is, I think, Lars, that 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 people clammed onto it. And I know some people don't like it. And that's cool. You know, just carry on, right? Carry on. Don't worry about it then. Um, but you're going to see it for a little while. I think it's almost dead here now. But uh, as we go in almost a week on talking about it, but but an interesting question. Uh, and I know a lot of Raider fans feel the same way, Mo. And, and let's be honest, Scott, and you brought this up on Wednesday's show. We spent, not we, but social media and private investigators spent a week trying to find out who was Tom Brady referring to as the mf -er. Oh, yes, on the HBO, and, the barbershop. Yep, yep. Right. So a lot of people are like, is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it Ryan Tannehill? Is it Derek Carr? So now, you know, no one's confirmed it, but we kind of got our answer if Dana White and Rob Gronkowski were telling the absolute truth that, the Raiders almost went through with this. Tom Brady was probably talking about Derek Carr. So that it goes back to that because that video, that clip from the HBO show, The Barbershop, was was posted along with the Dana White Rob Gronkowski conversation. Like, oh, so this is who Tom yeah. Brady was talking about. It was Derek Carr. So that's right. part of this also. Yeah, you're 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 taking you're you're finding an answer to a mystery, right? And right. and and we talked about it the other day, Mo. I don't think him calling him an F MF or was a personal thing. I know that sounds crazy. But it's a competitive thing. Anybody who's at that level of Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, uh, you name it, they're going to they are so competitively driven. Everybody is the enemy when it comes to being on the court, being on the field, whatever it may be. So that 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 takes care of that. The other interesting thing we didn't talk about the other day, Mo, but uh, came out in the days since has been the fact that, the, you know, how much did did Mark Davis know? And was that? Did that go awry of NFL rules around tampering? And, of course, Mark Davis, who doesn't get enough credit for being as smart as he is, says, oh, yeah, I remember hearing about him going to the Buccaneers, but I, Dana White tells a good story. I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that piece of it was interesting as well. Uh, but it's, it's over. It's entertaining. It's certainly now part of NFL and Tom Brady lore. 
and it'll go on forever. And people will say that, oh, remember when your team didn't sign Tom Brady and then he went and won a Super Bowl? Of course, that doesn't mean the Raiders would have won a Super Bowl. But nonetheless, it's uh, it's fun. And I know Lars doesn't want to talk anymore. anymore. So, Lars, we'll end the conversation about Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. But we certainly appreciate that question. If you want to submit a question for our next show, send us a mail at M-A-I-L. Mail at silverandblacktoday.com. And we will get your question on the air. Leave your name, your address, where you're from so that we can get you out your sticker or t-shirt. Okay, Mo, now comes where we have to decide who gets the coveted t-shirt. Um, we had Chad again with his, his question about trading for the Eagles Lane Johnson. We had Donald talking about offensive line as well. We also had Luis who was asking about the Derek Carr contract. And we had AJ in Canada about the Kelsey contract and the Waller contract and then Lars there with the Tom Brady story uh, where he was just basically telling us to stop talking about it. So um, I'm going to go. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to vote, even though it'll cost us a little more dough, I'm going to vote for AJ in Canada around the contract with Kelsey. I thought that was a good question because most people are asking the question, when are they going to sign Darren Waller? And AJ saying, hey, okay, sign Darren Waller, but is he going to have the biggest contract of a tight end? I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll agree with you because you yeah. know what? That's probably that's probably the biggest conversation right now as we go into the season, other than you know preparing for the Chargers. What's going to happen with Darren Waller? What's the cost? He's remember he still has two years left on this deal. Yep. So the Raiders are going to bend. I, I think if they they can do some patchwork where they don't necessarily give him a big deal, they just give him a, a short like a, a bit of a not short but a bit of a pay raise. I remember the Falcons did this for Julio Jones, right? I think yeah. a year ago or two years ago, Julio Jones wanted a new deal. And the Falcons didn't, you know, break the bank and back up the Brinks truck for him because of his age. What they did was they gave him a bit of a raise to satisfy him for that one year. And they said, we'll deal with it later. And lo and behold, look what happened. They wound up parting ways with him and give and trade him off to the Tennessee Titans because his production started to dip. And I think the Raiders are going to take this, a similar approach where they want to see what Darren Waller does in 2022 because, he's, again, he's coming off of a hurt uh, injury riddle season. He's not he's not in his early 20s anymore. He's nope. you know, he could be past his prime in, in a very short period of time. I think they want to see him produce before they figure out how much he's worth, but they can give him a short period just to satisfy him for one year and then see what he does during the season. So that was a good question. It was a good question. AJ in Canada, we're gonna send you your sticker and your shirt. The rest of you guys, thank you so much. We will send you out your free silver and black today sticker. All right, Mo, another mailbag segment show in the bag. Yeah, I just want to give another shout to I just want to give another shout to Chad, one of our great listeners. I just yes. shout him out. Um he has a point there. Like I say, I, I could see Dillard being I would focus again for him, I would focus on Dillard more than Lane Johnson. Mm. Also, Luis out there in Vegas. We're going to send some security out there for you when we can. <laughs> uh, people now know where you are and that you that you hate Derek Carr. I'm just kidding. Uh, <sighs> that you're questioning Derek Carr's longevity with the team. So we're going to send security out for you uh, just to make sure that you're safe for the rest of the season. It's called car insurance. Oh, bad joke. Bad dad joke. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right, Mo. Uh, we will see you after the game tonight. We're not sleeping, right? We're just going right not through. 
We'll have we'll have input. We'll, we'll know more, I think, after tonight's game about who's going to be there come next week and who's going to be saying goodbye as they make the final and the biggest roster cuts. Yeah, at this point, I'm just ready for the regular season. I think yeah. the NFL should shorten the preseason to two games. Uh, I know the Raiders have four this year because of the Hall of Fame game, but two preseason games is probably enough for me. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. All right, for everyone here at Silver and Black today and for my partner, Mo Moten, make sure you follow him on Twitter, by the way. You can see him on the bottom of the screen there, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. Read his stuff up on Bleacher Report, on SportsNot.com as well. Follow me at LV Gully. The show is at SNV Today. Make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching us on YouTube or you're listening to us any way you get it. We're happy as long as you get it. So thank you so much for that. For Mo, I am Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today. We will talk to you after the game tonight as the Raiders take on the Patriots. Thanks, everybody.